Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday what a ton of basketball on tap for today in college. We'll get to some NBA as well with our next guest, Jimmy Patsos. He's joining us on the Roman Guest Center Odyssey NBA Insider Jimmy Patsos, but he also knows his college news. Jimmy, welcome back to the show. And I'm curious, we've been talking through these conference tournaments and uh, kind of the way these go with some of these teams having to play two, three, four days in a row. Uh, from a coaching perspective, how difficult is that? You know, the, the NCAA tournament, you play basically three two game tournaments, right. To get to and win a final four, but this is different. Some of these teams in these conference tournaments, Jimmy, you got to win three or four games in a row. And if you have a short bench, I'd imagine that's got to be a challenge. You know, it's a great question. Hi, you guys. I really appreciate you having me on. It's been an exciting couple of days with lots more to come. And I I don't mean to be coach speak, but it's always been win one, but you got to win that first one because then the pressure's off. You've gotten used to playing in the venue you know, whether it's a, very few home sites anymore. I know the America East, which is going to have a UMBC Jim Ferry coach team going up to Burlington, Vermont to play John Becker. All the pressure's on Becker, but you're still at home. The rest of those conference tournaments, it's about getting used to the setting, feeling comfortable. Uh, we won it in Springfield. We just we just like the Springfield Hall of Fame fan, you know, feel when I was at uh, Loyola. At Siena, I went to a conference final, lost in overtime. It happened to be in our building. But we had a really tough first game. And, like, you've got to win that first game. And, like, Howard got upset last night by Coppin State. Rick Pitino and Iona lost to Ryder. I think if Rick Pitino had won that game, they're probably the favorite and they could do well. But it is an interesting thing, Joe, where, like, we won the ACC in 2004. We were down 10 at halftime to Wake Forest, beat them. They were ranked. Next thing you know, we beat NC State. We beat J.J. Reddick just came out and said it was one of the toughest losses he ever had. We win in overtime. You got to get the first one, and then, then there's not a. To be honest with you, us coaches, we prep too much. We're talking about out of bounds plays and all that. I think the young men—they're not kids, but the young men. I think these players, young men and ladies, are like great. We won the first one, so now, like, if you're Toledo in the match, you just got to win the first one. Okay, you lost to Kent State, you know, five games ago, but you've been on a roll. Toledo hasn't been in the NCAA in 40 years. What a great thing it would be for Todd to get there. I saw him playing in the Bahamas. Well, just win the first, and then the players are like, great, we get to play ball, we get to play ball, we get to play ball. We don't have to do all the scouting, practicing, tendencies. Because sometimes we overload the young men with too much information. I've learned that in the NBA. Just stick to your system. We won our game. Let's get some burgers. Get off your feet. You don't have to practice. Now you get to go play, and now you can really get on a roll and win. 
Uh, Jimmy, a question I was asked earlier, so now I'm going to ask you the exact same question. Completely different level coaching third grade basketball. But last couple of years, uh, we haven't had many organized sports, so the kids are behind trying to catch up with basketball in third grade over in my area. Uh, what is the uh, one or two lines over the years that you would scream at, at the players from the bench uh, time after time? You know, even coaching third grades, which, by the way, they listen more. Ah. Uh, the one thing I used to yell was stance. Do they? They probably listen. I liked yelling stance. I got that from John Wooden. I had lunch in John Wooden's house one day. It was a really fun little thing. I, me and a high school coach won this contest. And John Wooden was playing tricks on me to let me in the door. The garage door going up it was pretty funny. John Wooden said, everything you do, you have to be in a stance. Linebacker, baseball, boxer, whatever. So I would yell stance down the stretch. And then... I don't know, if we were winning, one thing you can always tell the kids is receivers and rebounders, and that's a Morgan Wooten from DeMatha. If we rebound the ball and we're good receivers in the last four minutes, we'll be in good shape. That means you've got a couple-point lead. Meet the ball and go rebound. So that's kind of stuff I would say. And, you know, there's one thing I would say that I can't say on the air, but that's, that, that was usually, you know, that, that was usually play dot, dot, dot harder than the guy you're playing against. But, um, like – Seriously, getting in a defensive stance, getting in a stance at the end of the game when kids are tired, and then re being a good receiver and a rebounder. As far as third graders and stuff like that goes, share the ball. And, I, and it's happened today. Steph oh, Curry, yeah. we love him. Steph Curry's great, but not everyone shoots like him. Guys are taking bad shots all over the place. Just one more pass, one more, one more, one more extra pass, and we're going to get a wide-open look. And in these tense situations where guys are – Guys are really, you know, stressful and everything. A wide open jump is just so much better to get people going. You know, I was at Towson the other night. They lost to Delaware. Congrats to Martin Ingles being Delaware. Towson just couldn't make a jump shot. Well, they took a lot of tough threes. I thought they could have taken a little bit easier threes. They took a lot of tough threes. But big slate today. The future's right. Mm -hmm. We got our Seton Hall Pirates going. Can see, hey, wait, let me ask you guys. What do you think of Syracuse Duke? The best friends going at it there. Whew. It's a that big number. number. The point spread keeps every time we look up, Jimmy, it's a different point spread. It's inflated for, for a couple of reasons because not only you've got nobody, but uh, now you've got Duke and everybody remembers what happened, how much, how they lost that, the Coach K game. So now it probably should be 10 or 11. Uh, we're up to 15, 16 range now. I'm taking Cole Swire that played well. Bayheim in New York has always found a way to get magic. I have a feeling that thing gets closer than people think. Mm. All right, Jimmy, let's give the people what they want. What are your some of, some of your favorite plays for today? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I think Cincinnati's really, I love the American. The American's kind of crazy. Aaron McKee's a friend of mine at Temple. And I just have a feeling that the American may have a team. Look, somebody's going to win one of these conferences that wasn't supposed to, because now the big boys are coming, right? And I'm not saying it's Boston College. They've had a great run, okay? That's fine to win two games. I'm not saying it's them, but, like, somebody like Virginia Tech could win it, you know? Somebody like Temple could come in and knock out. I think Memphis, SMU, and Houston all deserve it. I'm a guy that wants the third-best team in the American. I don't want the ninth team in the Big Ten. I don't want the ninth team in the eighth team. Xavier, they should be out. Come on. Come on. They lost eight out of ten. They lost to Butler. You're out. Wake Forest, that's different. Their fifth, that was close, but that was a bad loss. But I think some of these teams, like Temple, who's playing well, you know, like Tulane, who's feisty and doesn't back down from anybody, could go on a run in that league. And when you go on a run in that league, like Toledo's supposed to win. Kent State's my buddy, Rob Senderhoff. Well, Ohio U's been the best team all year. Like, I like Ohio U. They just had a couple of weird losses. In the American, Wichita State had a great run last year. Well, all of a sudden, they've won a couple in a row. You know, they got a really good player over there, Wichita State. There's some guys that can really play. They were in the NCAA last year. They just they were just a sophomore slump for the coach. But some team's going to come out of here and win this thing. You know, I don't know if it's going to be Washington in the Pac-12. Somebody's going to win one and knock some of these teams out. I think Cincinnati's a really good team that lost five in a row. I really think Jamie Dixon and TCU. I'm taking TCU today because I think they're really well coached and talented. I love Beard. There's no pros on that team. I think Cincinnati bounces back from a five-game losing streak with Wes Miller, who's had a lot to do. I like Michigan. I think Juwan Howard and his squad are ready to play. Indiana's going the wrong way. You know, I'll tell you who's playing really well. Fordham. I think Fordham, even though they're not going to do anything, in the, someone in the A-10s winning besides Davidson. And I'm a huge Davidson fan. I love Coach McKillop. Lee's great. A uh, young man from Korea who's going to be an NBA player in a year. They got all kinds of players. Davidson's run the table. Well, all of a sudden, St. Bonnie's is lur- lurking. Dayton's lurking. St. Louis is lurking. But Fordham's done a really good job. So I like them. I think Fran McCaffrey and I were going to beat Northwestern handily. BC and Miami is one of those weird games. BC just played them tough. They may have even beaten them. Miami, Larry Nagy gets his extension, but BC's on a little roll and they're competing. So it's kind of like what's your, you know, I think Arizona beat Stanford badly. I think Stanford got very lucky. But these are type games, like I don't think Stanford can win the tournament. But I do think that, like, Washington's got some talent. You know, there's some really interesting things going on out there. And I just have a feeling there's some teams coming. You know, Colorado's really, really good. You know, I just think one of those teams. Can UNLV, who's playing better, win the Mountain West? I think there's some value plays out there going against the chalk in these conference tournaments. Yeah. We're talking to Jimmy Patsos, Odyssey, NBA insider. We're talking some college hoops right now uh, with all these tournaments going on. Jimmy, about a month ago, you told us you like Texas Tech to make a run here. You, who do you have your eye on as we look towards next week? Obviously, we don't know seedings yet, and we're not quite sure how it's going to look when the bracket comes out. But any of the teams maybe uh, a little bit be underneath those top-line teams that, that you're interested in when we get to March Madness next week? 
You know, really good question. And I've loved that. Look, I love Wisconsin because of the way they play, but they're going to keep things close. Johnny Davis is out with an ankle injury. It would not surprise me if he doesn't play in the Big Ten. Well, I want him ready in Milwaukee next week. I just have a funny feeling Texas Tech always plays good defense. When they, they, the, one of the things that Texas Tech does is they compete. They play good defense. And I was there when they beat Tennessee this, this, this year in Madison Square Garden. When they get out of their league and people don't know them, they don't know how deep they are. They're well-prepared defensively, but they can score the ball too. I just really like them. I think Pearl's got a chance to turn it back on. You know, he had everybody gunning for him. The SEC super talented. Me, I had Kentucky and Auburn. And I think Arizona and Gonzaga. Arizona. Now, Sean Miller left them a lot of good players, but Tommy's got a few himself. They are tall. They're like 6'3", 6'5", 6'7", 6'11", 7'0". Bench guy, 6'6", 6'8". They got a big team, Arizona. I think Arizona's going to make a run. But what Kentucky did going into Kansas, I think Cal, I think maybe this is his year to get back. How do you bet against Duke? I'm not sure you do. Can Davidson make a run with McKillop because he can really coach? But I also think there's a couple of interesting teams like SMU that people haven't seen. You know, I just don't think the Big Ten has a team strong enough. I love the league. Iowa can score. Johnny Davis. Michigan State's going to do what they do. Illinois has been so inconsistent. Ohio State, I can't figure them out. I don't think they got a guy. Villanova has that thing. Like, I wouldn't take Providence. I really like Ed Cooley, but I'm not taking Providence. I just don't. They play too many close teams and bind them small. You know, so I'm kind of going league by league. I think Mick Cronin and UCLA are ready to make another run. I'd still take the Bruins, you know, and I love Mick. So there's some interesting teams, but the off-the-radar ones, St. Mary's can really play. I mean, they take Gonzaga, they beat Gonzaga. St. Mary's, they could get to the Sweet 16. Colorado State and David Roddy, they could get to the Sweet 16. Like, there's some teams out there in that lower, on that mid-major stuff you're not used to hearing about. They can really, really play. You know, do I think... You know, and the, 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 the ACC has been so weird. How do you bet against Duke not making it back? I, I think losing to Carolina might have been perfect for him. When I was at 2002, we won the national championship. We lost to NC State badly in the semifinals. Best thing that happened. We beat Siena, Wisconsin, Kentucky, UConn, and Kansas, and, uh, and Indiana to win it all. We never looked back after that wake-up call. Clearly, we all saw what happened with Krzyzewski. But then again, is Carolina really good? I'll tell you this. The ACC, when I was in it, they never cared how many teams they made it. That was totally an irrelevant stat. They wanted a team in the final four and a team to win the national championship. And Carolina proving what they did was really good. Well, Duke's got a little chip on their shoulder. So even though I haven't been touting them, I'd say ACC, give them out in West a look. I think St. Mary's might be my sleeper of all out West. UCLA is ready to make a run. The rest, we know there's seven or eight teams. Arizona's size and the way they play fast is really intriguing. It would not shock me if Arizona cut down the nets. Would not. Uh, you mentioned Providence a moment ago. Let, let's focus in on the Big East and, and the matchups that we have today. I mean, there were some of these conferences like the SEC. The, the matchups aren't all that great. But when you look at the Big East, we've got Marquette and Creighton and also Seton Hall, UConn, a pair of teams playing very well uh, coming into these conference tournaments. Anything there or or the other Big East matchups? You've got Butler and Providence today and uh, St. John's and Nova. I like St. John's today, actually, because they I look, he's been up and down, Mike. You're in New York City. He presses and runs, but I thought they might get beat by DePaul. DePaul's fought all year. Stubblefield's done a great job. New coach, he was assistant in Oregon. 
That was impressive how St. John's won. Now it's a quick turn, but at 7 o'clock, they still get to sleep. Um, I do think Providence is in wins today, but I just, I'm just not sure if Providence gets all the way to the final. Seton Hall's been great. Seton Hall's won six in a row. Willard finds ways to win. He's a great guy with the clipboard. When I say that, he makes players better in practice, and then he makes them execute on the court. I really like them. I think the Big East has the best matchups, too, today. Anybody could win. If I had to take that number, I just I think St. John's, you know, he's got his back against the wall up there. Well, he's not going to get fired or anything, Mike Anderson, but it hasn't gone as well as he thought. He was supposed to go to the NCAA. Champagne's good. They got some talent. Providence, it's all about Bynum. Does, does the young man, who's not that, he's not that tall, but he's really tough. If Bynum plays well, Providence is great. When Bynum doesn't shoot the ball well, they're very beatable. You know, so that's what you got to look at there. But I just have a feeling St. John's going to be ready for Villanova. They really do. I think they're going to press them and make them turn the ball over a little. And I think that's going to be an interesting game. And Cena Hall, he just continues to do a good job. Kevin Willard, that's why he's rumored for other jobs. He's done a fantastic job there in a hard situation. I think they're really good. I can't figure Creighton out. Sometimes Creighton, they beat Creighton's weird. They, the right matchup, they win. The bad matchup, they lose. And, and the, the Butler run is over, you know. So, and in that sense, Providence got a lucky thing today because the Butler run, I thought they just can't, they're not physically talented enough. But, I mean, that Villanova-St. John's one that I got circled right now is an interesting game. Could go either way, but I think I'd take the Johnnies. I swear to God, something about that New York energy up there. Ooh. Jimmy, we always appreciate you hopping on. Jimmy Patsos on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. 60 games on today in college hoops, and I think Jimmy just hit on most of them. We'll come back. Lots to get into here on the (laughs) BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.